You are listening to episode 56 of the Playing Flout Podcast with Rita Hyland. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. friends. This week, I got back from visiting college with my daughter. She sets out to make a decision on where she's going to go in the fall. Another one of those trips. It was a good trip. It was very cold as it is everywhere, it seems, across the country. What I was thinking about, though, as I was with her and watched her going through the decision-making process and all the feelings that are coming up with an ending and a beginning is that how similar my conversations with my friends and colleagues and clients have been over the last few weeks, I would even say months, and how much in common they had with my observations of my daughter, even though they're in very different stages and of different and varying ages. What I was connecting specifically between them all is that they are all in a phase of reinventing themselves. And that's what I want to talk about with you today, this phase and process of reinvention. It can be a very uncertain phase. It's uncertain because the future is uncertain. It's got a lot of unknowns. It's uncomfortable. It's hairy. It's, it's ungrounding. And reinvention occurs oftentimes because there's an external situation that's happened, like a graduation where you're having to leave in the case of my daughter, or because as I was speaking with another man, there's been a death in the family. Maybe another, another man I was speaking to, he's had a birth in his family. Still another has purchased a company and one has sold a company and, and someone else has had a, uh, big move. So there's all these, these situational external circumstances that bring about a calling for us to let go of one identity, an old identity, and to claim or to recreate our new one. And that can be very unsettling. And that is where reinvention begins, but it's not where reinvention ends. What can happen during the period of the beginning of reinvention is that we can just cling to the old because we don't want to, you know, get in the boat and move over and to an unknown island. And I see a lot of people get stuck in that. We're in a phase, I believe, after and during this pandemic where many, there's been many endings. There's been many forced endings. There's also been many forced beginnings, whether that's people being, you know, their jobs changing, the, the relationships looking very different. That's a new identity. There's, you know, having to leave old identities at, at companies or, or in organizations. There's been divorces. There's all types of new experiences and reinvention is being beckoned in, in order for a lot of people. So what struck me is that no matter how old we are, 
We are going to have these periods in life again and again and again. We're going to go through and reinvention many times. It would be good for us to get good at it, is what I was thinking. And the best analogy that comes to mind when I think of reinvention is when I was specifically in first grade and or had just been launched into first grade and I would run behind my mother's huge station wagon. And my brother would be known for saying, she's catching up, she's catching up. Because anytime I was dropped off on the playground in the morning, I would tear off. I was resistant to claiming a new identity as a first grader. Then you get to eighth grade and you're feeling comfortable with your existing identity. Some would call it BMOC. You've got big man on campus. But then you have to start over again. And I remember the pain of starting over in freshman year. I was terrified again. I didn't want to reclaim my a new identity. So then you get to senior year. You're feeling good again. And this is sort of where my daughter's at, where it's like, I don't, I don't really want this to end. I didn't end the way I wanted it to end. And I'm not ready to reclaim and, and claim a new identity or create a new one as I go into college. You can see that all of us have gone through many reinventions by the time we're 18. And we continue many more when we have a new birth in the family or we have a loss in the family. Understanding that it's, first of all, normal to feel these feelings of discomfort, to identify what they're about because you're, you feel like you're swimming in the land of the unknown. And you are. But it is to be able to get comfortable with that so that you can know that you will move on to another phase of the process. What I want to help you with today is for those of you, if this resonates, that you have not defined a deliberate next phase, whether that be one year or your next decade for yourself, I want to support you in understanding what some of the mistakes are and the barriers are that you can overcome and how to do that. And then give you, leave you with five questions to move on to and swimmingly into the exploratory, the place where you're curious, where you're answering the question, what next? I'm going to give you five questions that I consider clarifying questions that can change your life forever if you sit with them and are really honest. We will go through each and every one of those things. The first thing, though, I wanted to share with you is some of the biggest barriers. Wanting to see the whole staircase before you will reinvent yourself is a huge barrier. It cannot, first of all, be done. And I find in particular that the smarter or more analytical a person is, the harder this barrier is to break through. It's that early onset practicality that I talk about, that, that, that syndrome where we have to know how something's going to happen before we answer what. And it can stop even the most powerful and best of visionaries. Another barrier is being a control freak, right? When the inner control freak is raging, and it usually does when it is feeling most out of control, which is when the reinvention process is beginning, where we there are so many unknowns about the future. When you understand that everything that happens makes you stronger, including any mistakes, you start to trust yourself and you trust in your internal guidance. The fact that you are listening to this means that you have survived many reinventions before this and you're going to survive many, you know, going forward. How difficult we make them is a choice. Sometimes they're difficult because we just are resisting. Sometimes is we don't know how to move forward. I'm going to make sure that you have the answers to both of these. 
One of the best ways to move through a block to reinvention is to follow your fear all the way to the end. So let's say that you are reinventing yourself and you are interested in creating a new field of work, but you have created one that is pretty darn good, you know, if not great in some people's eyes, but is not what you want to follow throughout your dying day. So what is the worst thing that could happen if you began the process of either identifying the work you love or transitioning into what you already know deep down you are being called to do? What's the worst thing that can happen? Some might would say, I don't make as much money doing my next thing. And then what? Then I can't have all the things that I desire. And then what? And then I become destitute. And then what? And then I live under a bridge with my kids. And then what? And then they can't go to school. Now, the reality here is what happens is most people will find when they work themselves to the end of their their what if is that the likelihood of that ever happening is pretty slim to none. You know, there's some point in advance they they will be able to pull out of it. You might not answer all those questions in the same way. Someone got to, well, if that happened, I would just go get the same job I'm working at again. And that is usually the worst case scenario. It's no different than where you are right this second, right? So that is a very helpful exercise, working your fear all the way to its bottom to realize, and I actually did that when I was transitioning between careers, going out on my own as, a, as opposed to staying with a very safe job that I had not been fulfilled by. You know, there's many steps before this, but this is just the first step of reinvention. It's not, you know, making yourself financially solvent throughout. This is just like, can I get myself off of the stick so that I begin to answer the question of what it is I really want? And there'll be a resistance as long as this narrative is going through your mind that I might be living under a bridge. So we have to clear that. Another barrier that is pretty common is considering that fine is enough. Reinvention is really made harder for those in situations where it's not externally prompted from a situational change. Because when we're considering the reinvention of ourselves from a calling or a nudge or just something that we feel, you know, our internal GPS is an inkling it's, it's been wanting for some time is that we can say, well, I've got, this is good enough. You know, I've got things pretty good. You know, when do you move from good to great? When is fine not enough? And being aware that that is a barrier and that there comes a time when we all hear a call and we have to decide if we're going to follow it. Be aware if you find yourself saying, eh, I can deal. I can settle. Do you really want to be that person at the end of your life where they're like, oh, that Tom, he knew how to follow, follow and stay in the lines, follow a straight line and a straight road all the way to the end. Ugh, you know, yuck, no. You don't, who wants to be that? Another reason people avoid and do not experience the full reinvention process is that they feel as though they've already invested so much time, energy, or money into their current experience. Oh, I have endless examples of this. You know, just because you've played a sport for eight years doesn't mean that you have to play it for the next eight years. Just because you have put in, you know, one woman shared with me hundreds of thousands of dollars she'd put into 
um, her biggest mistake that she said, you know, she knew she didn't want to be an attorney, but she'd already done this, invested in this. And so all these people, her friends and family included told her that she, she, what do you mean? You just, you just invested in this. You need to stick with it. So 40 years later, she was still an attorney and she hated it. Just because you have made a decision at some point doesn't mean you can't redecide and find new avenues and solutions. But if you give yourself the rule that because I've already invested this much, I need to stick it all the way through, or because I've been in a marriage this long, I need to stick with it for the next 30. I encourage you to look at that because that might be another block that you have that if you engaged it and worked through it, that you'd be able to begin the fuller, more expansive reinvention process. Now, tips to make this easier is to understand when when you are feeling this loss of control and you're in the beginning of a reinvention is that you acknowledge it, that you aren't going to be able to be in control. You know, it yes, this is going to feel messy. There's going to be a messy middle. It's going to feel out of control. Don't try to control it. I'm out of control and that's okay. You know, when marbles are flying all over, it's like trying to corral the marbles and they keep keep flying out. They will for a bit. It's normal. Be okay with letting things move and shake and, you know, it will get easier. Recognize this phase as being in between identities. So if you can say, you know what, I'm giving up my old identity for a new one and that's what feels uncomfortable. That's normal. You know, it's like when I went from one to two kids or two to three, it it feels uncomfortable as I leave the identity of a mother of one to a mother of two or the, whatever, whatever that is. It's understanding this is nothing more than me expanding and or claiming a new identity and letting go of my own. Now, if you're someone who hasn't deliberately envisioned or can't see this next phase, and by that I mean the next one to three years, but you definitely feel a reinvention is in order for whatever reason you feel it. I have got five of these clarifying questions that can change your life forever when you sit with them, as I said, and are really honest about them. To answer that question of what's next can be a long process. For me, it took a, a bit of time to identify you know, what I loved to do and then be able to put a function with it and to find this this field at the time that was very unknown. But it can also be a fast process because I believe that deep down, each one of us already knows what it is that we're called to and the work that we can't not do or the experience we can't not have. You know, some someone wrote me after me asking a question to them this past week and said, I crave this and I'm not getting what I crave. Well, if you've written something after I crave, know that that's where you're meant to head to fulfill that craving, to to fulfill what it is that is your deepest longing and deepest desires. That's easy. The question is, are you going to give yourself permission to even explore, to see where you're accepting subpar experiences and that a reinvention is in order? Okay. The most succinct and crisp five clarifying questions that I have designed that really can help people move into the reinvention process and get both legs in the boat. So usually we have one on the dock and one on the boat. And to get both into the boat, I encourage you to grab a pen, a paper, and to sit for, you know, 30 to 60 minutes, find some uninterrupted time and answer 
the following questions. The first is that when you're sitting in your rocking chair at 85 years old, what will you regret not doing or at least having attempted? What will you regret? This is really helpful when you ask it. It's like you know it and you've been able to push it off or say, eh, but what when you look back will be that thing that you'll be like, I cannot believe I did not go after that or at least attempt, you know, I didn't experience it. The second question is what thoughts have I had or been talking about or considered or researched or even discussed with others for my next phase and write them all down. You know, you've been thinking and talking about things and considering it or dreaming for a long time. Write those things down. They are leaving clues. And remember, this is just exploratory phase. There's no need for you to jump off the cliff. No one's asking you to do that. It's about moving incrementally from one step of I'm swimming in a muck of, oh gosh, I'm having to, to, to let go of my old to claim the new. And I want to get clear on what that looks like for me and answer that question. And I'm going to give myself permission to. The third question that comes is there comes a time when we all feel called to something more. If you listen to the call that's right before you right now, what is it? If you had 10 seconds to say, I am called to do fill in the blank. I'm called to dig deep and improve my relationship. I'm called to dig deep and move this organization forward. I'm called to, to move to a new environment. I'm called to ask for more responsibility. I'm called to take off less and remove some more, some of my responsibility. What is it that you feel called to right now? What also comes to me is that there are many of you out there that have a gift, a talent that has not been completely tapped and that you know it, but now it's time to let her rip, right? Because honestly, the world needs desperately. There's somebody that needs exactly what you have that you're withholding from them. Now, the fourth question is, Instead of asking yourself, well, what if this doesn't work out? Ask, what if it does? For five to 10 minutes, write about what if what I've just identified as my next phase, my next reinvention does work out? What would that feel like? What would that be like? What would it, what would I be doing? And the last question is, if I knew for a fact my success was inevitable, what would I do next? This does not have to be something that is huge. You don't have to, as I just said, quit your job. You don't have to set up a big move. You don't have to end a relationship, but you could. But think of this step as moving you into the phase more of exploring and curiosity, seeing what options you have. I'd hire an expert to review my financial picture or I'd find out about my real estate in the new neighborhood if I wanted to move. Or I'd call three people about the design field if that's something I wanted to transition into. By answering the final step, you get yourself into motion. And as we say, the ABC's action brings clarity. 
So if you are someone who, again, knows that reinvention is in front of you, that there's something that's beckoning you, that as a result of this pandemic, that you're feeling flat, your spirit is disengaged, that you're bored, that you're depressed. My teachers taught me long ago that depression is in part our spirit's boredom, that it is not engaged fully in what it's called to do. I'm not talking about the the chemical depression, which I also believe is very, and know from medical point is, is very real, but there's an opportunity when we engage ourselves and what we're, our purpose is that we, that, that, that actually is also healed because we know there is a mind body connection. So you've got your, your five questions when I'm sitting in my rocking chair at 85, what will I regret not doing, or at least having attempted what thoughts have I had or talked about or considered that I want to do or at least put out there for my next phase, that there comes a time that we're all called to something. What is it that I'm feeling called to? Name it. And ask, what if it did work out? Imagine for a moment, what if it did all work out? Too often we ask ourselves a question, well, what if it doesn't? The better question is, what if it did? And if I knew for a fact my success was inevitable, what would I do next? If I knew for a fact I could not fail, what's the thing I would take next, the step I would take next? I believe there's a reinvention within each of us that it happens many times in our lifetime. There's one that's probably right in front of you at this time. Our team has put together a set of questions for you that you can download these questions more specifically that we've just gone over to break through into your reinvention process. And we will make sure that those are in the show notes. Go there, click on and get them for yourself. Today, I'm going to ask you for your help too. If you like what you heard or in our other podcasts, please head over to iTunes and give the Playing Full Out podcast a review, preferably a great one. When we strengthen and expand ourselves, we are also helping others, right? We, when we help expand others by even passing this on to other people, the world becomes a better place. Let's all unleash ourselves to be the highest versions and to play full out. I look forward to talking to you in our next podcast next week. Have a most delightful week. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.